0: I think we should have you be a podcast guest on other people's shows.
1: How are we going to make money from that? The first mistake I would say that people make, they don't even have the intention. They don't realize it's possible. You're not even looking for a solution.
0: You'll never make any money if you don't have the show structure dialed in.
1: In order for it to work, you need the right message for the right audience at the right time. And when you have that, there's no reason you cannot get a whole flood of new high paying clients. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Balou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.
0: Hi, I'm Nikki Ballou, and I'm here with my coach and mentor, Mark Von Neusser, and I want to tell you a little bit about my story of podcast guesting. And back in 2022, around the time of the lockdowns and the pandemic, um, my business started to tank. There's a number of reasons for it, but what was really really clear was that we weren't making money and we were going to have a hard time paying the rent, the mortgage as it were. So I went to to my coach Mark and I said, "Mark, what the heck do we do? What the heck do we do?" And he said, "Okay, Nikki. I think we should have you be a podcast guest on other people's shows." I'm like, "Be a guest on other people's shows? How are we going to make money from that?" He says, "Well, we're going to figure it out together." So it took us about a hundred shows for me to really, really, with Mark's help, figure this out and really deep dial in what it worked. And the reason I was able to get on a hundred shows very quickly was because of Podmatch. Podmatch was the game changer in allowing me to get on a whole bunch of shows as a podcast guest. and Mark. What was the first thing that you said I need to do in terms of having a good intention in order for us to make this work?
1: Well, I've been around podcasting for a long time and I I know some people with very, very large podcasts, but the one commonality for most of them is they do not know how to make money from a podcast, how to do it and and do it. So the, the first mistake I would say that people make is they don't even have the intention. They don't realize it's possible. So if you don't know it's possible, you're not even looking for a solution. And I knew it would work because at the end of the day, podcasting has so many great benefits. There's 5 million podcasts. There's hundreds of millions of people that listen. That's a high demographic. And so if you have your message dialed in and you have an intention to bring massive value you know how to have a clear, concise message and you know who to talk to, what to say. You can do it. And, and you know, tweak by tweak by tweak, we refined it and got that dialed in to the sum where you made it about $357,000 on other people's podcasts by podcast guesting. Now, number one is you were never slimy. You were never pressure. You were always really adding value. So anyone out there thinking, "Oh, I could never do it." That's absolutely not true. If you have the right systems and you have the right strategy and you you're consistent, you can do it.
0: Yeah, secondly, Mark, the thing that you had me do was you had me create a structured talk. Because in the past yes. when I'd gone on shows, all I did was I just went on a show and I kind of I kind of talked whatever questions they asked, I kind of answered. But you said to me, "Nikki, no. We need to treat this as though this were a prepared TED talk that you only have 18 minutes to give, so you cannot be saying the wrong things. You need to have a structured talk. So we went through the process of actually creating an opening for the talk, what the purpose of the opening was, how long it had to be depending on how much time we had on the show, then we actually had the body of the talk, what are the points that we wanted to make, there what are the stories we wanted to tell because facts tell but stories sell. So I had about 3 to 5 stories lined up to really emphasize each one of those points. Then we had a killer call to action. And we had a chaser story, a closeout story that was a really powerful story, one that really spoke to the heart of the people that listened. We had our structure dialed in. And a mistake a lot of people make when they go on shows as a podcast guest is they don't do that. And that's a killer. You'll never make any money if you don't have the show structure dialed in. Right, Mark?
1: That's a thousand percent. Because um, it's really interesting that people don't realize, but your message has to merge and migrate to the platform upon which you're on. If I'm on a TV newscast, right, and I'm being interviewed, there's a strategy for that where you had to know how to be able to hit your marks very quickly. If you have a corporate gig where you need to talk for three hours, that's a different setup. That's a different process. If you're on stage, do you have a half hour, an hour? Is it a warm network or is it somebody where you're speaking cold? So all of these require different structures and strategies. And that's what most people miss. They have an unstructured talk and they thought because it worked over there one time, they think that's going to work here. And it does. It's not how it works. You need to have a structured talk that will work on the podcast platform. And when you do, there's a couple of great things that happen. You get a lot of people that want to find out more you get a lot of new clients, you get asked back and you get other podcast hosts that want you to speak. So when you get this styled in and there's a strategy to it, you can actually pretty much skyrocket pretty quick with your success.
0: Absolutely. And, and the other mistake that people make is they get on the wrong show, right? They get right, on that's the, the wrong third one. show. Absolutely. And they, they get on shows where neither the host nor the audience are their ideal clients, and they're speaking to the wrong audience. And as a result, their message ends up being the wrong message. Okay? So if you're on the wrong show with the wrong audience, the wrong host, even if you have a perfect message, even if your message is dialed in for that audience, it's the wrong message. And that means that you wasted your opportunity. Now, listen, getting on any show is good for practicing your talk, for practicing how you come across. But if your intention is to find a way to do business, you really want to make sure that you get on the right shows. One of the great things about Podmatch, Mark, is that Podmatch uses this incredible AI algorithm to actually line you up with the right shows. So if you use Podmatch and you've done a good job of setting up your profile and you've done a good job of picking the keywords or the types of shows you want to go on, then this is a problem that really you don't need to, to face unless, of course, your message isn't dialed in and you've got the wrong message. That's an entirely different point. And Mark, maybe you can expand on that for a moment.
1: Sure. So there's a couple of things too. You could have the right message with the wrong audience and it doesn't work. You can have the wrong message with the wrong audience. It doesn't work. In order for it to work, you need the right message for the right audience at the right time. That's another one too. So when you get that dialed in, what happens is, which is the result of all great messaging and all great marketing, you get a flood of quality clients. And that's the whole key is to identify who is your ideal audience? Where can I find them on Podmatch? How do I articulate in a way so that it has impact and it's relevant and timely for the client? And when you have that, there's no reason you cannot get a whole flood of new high paying clients. So, when you get that dialed in, and most people are not thinking strategically about it in that way, but if you want to make money, you want to get clients and boost your business, you need to consider that.
0: 100%. Now, the fourth mistake that people make, Mark, is there's no consistency to their guesting efforts. There's no systematization of their efforts to get on shows. When you and I started this journey, there was a plan. Every day, I was going on Podmatch. And a minimum twice a day, I was going to check to see what my matches were. So each time PodMatch gives you six matches, six matches every six hours. So I did this a minimum twice a day, every single day. As a result of this, I was able to select a whole bunch of great shows to be on. And it, it wasn't that I was fantastic on every show, especially at the beginning, but consistency trumps intensity every time, right? So the fact that I had a system that I was gonna go on Podmatch, I was gonna do it on a daily basis, and that I was consistent, allowed me to get on a lot of shows. And in the first hundred or so shows that I went on, I wasn't necessarily super great, but right once I was on a hundred shows, eventually I figured it out. I figured out how to tighten my talk, tighten my intro, to have a really powerful call to action to really get the entire structure of the talk down. So it was fantastic. And I was able to really do a great job for that host. This consistency and systemization of my getting on shows efforts is what allowed me in a very short period of time to generate $357,000 and some change in business by being a guest on other people's shows through the magic of podmatch.
1: It's so good. And the other one, too, that you didn't talk about, too, which was not only that, but those podcast guesting spots, they're still out there on the Internet. So you've your, your message is out there and probably another 1.8 million people now can, can hear about your message. That's huge. So that's now where it's starting to you're starting to stack your efforts, which is also very, very good. The other part, too, is I've heard that consistency trumps talent every time. Where a lot of times you see this in sports, people that will have a, a really great, maybe physical edge, but after a while, the consistent players, the consistent people that practice, they outperform. And it's the same thing in business. Persistence will break down any wall in front of you. And you, you need to have some systems because that's the other thing, Nikki, that you also uh, developed really well is a way to automate it and a way to simplify it down. You were not working a whole lot of hours doing this, maybe 10 hours a week. Right. The, the part of this is now that you've done it, you can refine that down even more. That's where systems come in. You get a bigger return on less time. So you really do want to be consistent, just like in anything. I don't care if we're talking bodybuilding, um, martial arts, running, lifting, yoga, yoga, Reading books, transformation, consistency is the key. That also applies here, because like I told you, I remember you did a, a bunch of podcasts and it didn't work. And I said, I know we're building the muscle, we're getting the skill, and it, eventually it's like all of a sudden, then everybody seems to start buying. But that comes on the back end when you get it all dialed in. So you know, it, consistency is a key. But there's one other one too, Nikki, that I'd say we should talk about, and that's the the fifth one. And that is also how to go ahead and articulate your message. The fifth miss that I see, you have to know how to articulate your message and you know, need the skill to know how to enroll. You yes. need to know who to enroll, how to enroll and how to have that conversation where it's authentic. It's not pressury, It's not slimy. It's simply the next step for people that want to solve the problem. But that was something that you've been around the game too. And you've seen a lot of people try podcasting. This one is a big one. This is a big reason people do. Uh, we talked about it with some clients today. They had everything else right, but because they're deficient here, they're afraid to even talk about their product and their business and ask ask for business. So this is a big, big issue that people need to make sure that you learn the skill set to know how to enroll people. I didn't say close them. I said, enroll people and solve the problem. Big difference.
0: Huge difference, Mark. Lack of skill set is a big deal. A lot of people get into business and they think, listen, I just want to help people. And I think that's a noble impulse, right? A fantastic and beautiful impulse. But you got to understand something. You want to help people and you're in business. And if you're Mm -hmm. going to be participating in any field of endeavor, be it sports, be it being a doctor, or be it being in business, you need to develop the requisite skills to be successful and good at business. You don't want to get into business and be the worst player in business. It's like starting to play basketball and and not practicing ever. You've got to learn to get the skill set. I mean, think about it. You never go to practice, you're never gonna get on the court. You gotta sit down, Mark. You gotta get the skill set going for yourself. You gotta learn how to do messaging properly. And that's one thing we really focused on is how to get the messaging down right. And we also really powerfully focused on how to be effective at enrolling people. And I love that you said enrolling isn't selling or closing, okay? To me, enrollment is an act of love. It's an act of deep caring. I only enroll people that I love, that I really wanna see win. I don't want to work with people that I don't wanna see win. I don't want to work with people who I think have bad intentions, right? You said this so beautifully the other day, Mark. You said there's a lot of people with incredible ethics, but horrible enrollment and marketing skills and unfortunately there's also quite a few people with horrible ethics but excellent marketing skills and part of being successful as being someone who's a guest on podcasts is you need to commit commit to learn how to have excellent ethics and
1: excellent enrollment and messaging skills uh, absolutely and and part of it is one of the things that we did with you and what we've done with other clients is Tell them to stop trying to close. Instead, start serving people to their dream. Start enrolling people in their dream. Having that conversation feels good for good people. Um, If you're out there sitting there listening, well, I don't like traditional sales. Well, good for you. Neither do I. That's why we stopped selling and we're enrolling people now in their dream. So there's something magical that happens when you really focus on serving the client. When you serve the client and you're willing to do that, imagine, Nikki, you had the cure for cancer. Would, would that be a sales pitch where you're doing it? Or would you be immoral if you didn't even offer to help them? And that's the way I want people to look at their business. I want you to look at your business is the person, the client has a problem. And guess what? You can speak to that problem on a podcast. That's what's so powerful. You speak to the problem, the consequences. It doesn't mean you have to try and hammer everyone to buy. Instead, why don't you have a real conversation and, and actually find out, is this a problem you're committed to solve? Is this something that, that's really setting you back? And if so, I can help. And when you know how to do that, it's the natural form of communication. It feels good for you and it feels good for the client. Hence, $357,000 in new business. It's very Amen. effective.
0: Amen. Well said. And we'll, and we'll wrap up with this. Every human being needs someone to believe in them, to champion them, to help steady them when they wobble. You need it. I need it. Every single one of us needs it. And one of the reasons that Mark and I decided to do this particular talk for you is because we've seen a lot of people around us wobbling. And we thought that maybe the day that you listen to this, maybe you're wobbling too. And we wanted to not just believe in you and tell you you're a child of God, Destined to win and succeed in the universe. But you're also a child of God that needs somebody to teach them the right skill sets on how to be persuasive and get their message out there. And on that note, we want to thank Podmatch for giving us the opportunity to learn how to podcast guest effectively, generate fantastic business, and teach other people how to do it. Nikki and Mark, goodbye to you.